Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We speak today to Jerry Shi, who is the Executive Vice President of China Gold. We talked to him about 2019 performance, uh, get his view on the 2020 Q1 numbers, which looked pretty good to us. However, we did bring up the stock price performance. When we spoke to them last, it was 400 million bucks of market cap today at 200 million. So literally halved in share price down to, I think, around 50 cents as we speak today. Um, we talk about the possible reasons for that and what they can and can't control. They've got a new chairman on board, but the big ele- elephant in the room is the 500 million bond renewal due in July. What are they going to do about it? Enjoy the podcast. Hello, Jerry. How are you, sir? Hello. Hi, Matthew. Good to see you. Very. I'm very good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, good, good to see you. So we spoke back in uh, February, um, got a rundown of your company, this first introduction. Um, so people can go and look at that for a bit of background. But um, we wanted to talk to you about how things are going. Your Q1 results are out. Um, but I want to start, first of all, with a summary of 2019. How do you think you guys did? Yeah, the, first of all, just the uh, just to refresh our who we are yeah. for the uh, some like uh, new listeners. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we're China Gold International. We listed in the TSX and the do listing in Hong Kong. And there are two producing assets in this company. One is purely gold and it's open pit, heat bleaching, very conventional, that is a gold mine. And another one is polymetallic, mainly copper, but uh, some byproduct of gold. And there's two uh, producing assets. Both of the assets are located in China. One is in Mongolia, another one in the Tibet region. So that's the uh, uh, where we are. And last year, but just to wrap up, just a very simple uh, word to give a description of the last year. And we basically, we reached our uh, the production guidance uh, in the beginning of the 2019. Compared with the same time, 2018, our revenue increased the 15% to the uh, 658 uh, the million US dollar. So the... Um, the, the, the operating cash flow increased 2.2% um, to the number of the 158 million US dollar. EBITDA is quite strong. It's one, uh, 171 million US dollar. So that's the, uh, the major uh, number. You can see that, uh, give you the, uh, the, 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 the one word, uh, the, the, the summary of the 2019 is we are very strong and the cash position and EBITDA. So uh, that's the, uh, the, the 2000. So, I mean, basically, so you're, you're slightly ahead on some of the numbers that you were aiming for. Was it a particularly tough year for you guys? I mean, what, what, were, the, what were the struggles that you were trying to overcome? The, the thing is we are uh, we struggling is the, uh, the net profit. Okay, so production-wise, we just keep increasing, keep ramping up. We just keep the record. You can see that historical record year by year, we just keep uh, increasing in terms of um, uh, the, 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 the production. So now the, the, the challenge is the from a JAMA, the uh, polymetallic, uh, the mines, we are going to increase more like a high grade, the copper ore from the underground to replace 
the ores from the uh, the surface from the open pit. So um, the 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 JAMA design capacity, uh, I mean the processing the ore capacity was a fifty thousand tons per day. Uh, uh, fifty thousand in among that number, the seventeen thousand tons per day from uh, underground, which is higher grade ore. The rest of the thirty three thousand tons is coming from the surface. Right now, we're going to make those two number uh, reversed. So we're going we try to increase the higher, more higher grade zone from underground. We want to increase the 17 to 20. And since the uh, second half of this year to the first half of the next year, we just increase that to 25 to the 30,000. Meanwhile, to increase the, uh, uh, the ore from the uh, surface. That one can increase our capability uh, of the net profit because that one is going to increase significantly uh, operating cost. So that's one of the main challenge. That's our main task to do in this year. Okay. So, so, the, so that's the number, that's your number one goal. That's the that's the thing that you're looking at. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. From the uh, from operating uh, wise, we can uh, we talk about the financial later. So they also give you the update. So since last um, the, the interview, you and May, is the worst day of uh, February. I, I believe we just uh, missed the one uh, step is uh, the wrap up of the year end of 2019. I just done that. So mm -hmm. the cleanup is there. So right now they give the update for the Q1. It's mm -hmm. quite strong number there. So I will give you a few numbers. Revenue increased 2.1% to the uh, 148 million US dollar to the uh, uh, the same period of the uh, the Q1 in 2019. Net cash flow from operating activities increased to the US 16 million. So which increased the almost 130 percent compared to the same period in 2019. So the uh, the my operating earnings increased by uh, 19 percent to the US dollar 18 uh, 18.2 million to the same period in the 2019. Quite strong. The EBITDA uh, from the uh, Q1 of the uh, almost the 50 million US dollar. Quite strong. It's only Q1. And we got the to the better and the better in the rest of uh, uh, the three quarters. So this year, uh, our guidance uh, for the gold put everything together, the gold from a uh, gold mine and from polymetallic mine to put together is 212,000 ounces. It's almost the same, the same level to the last year. Last year was the 215, the 212 is almost the same thing. But for the copper put, the, the production is gonna be uh, increased uh, from uh, 138 million pounds to the 145 million pounds. But if we are very sure the final number kind of beyond of this. So this only our bottom line. We're pretty sure because this year we increased the uh, capacity of the ore processing and also the uh, uh, the grade is higher because more and more the higher grade ore come from the underground. So that's the wrap up of the uh, 2019 uh, year end performance and the Q1 performance. Great. Okay. So Thanks. nice, nice summary, nice numbers. We'll, we'll put links to the articles um, below in the description. But so you, 
the numbers are great for Q1. I mean, they're really good. The, the, the yes. revenue, the earnings, you know, production is up. So it's all great news. Your share price, not so good. Since we last spoke, yes. it's halved in value. To, to be fair, we've gone through COVID-19, the, you know, the dip in the market because the market reset and also COVID. But um, what's your thought on that? I mean, you're down from 400 to 200 million bucks Canadian. What are you going to do? That's when they say uh, since last time our market cap was um, about 400. Right now it's only half. It's 200 something. Yeah, that's our another challenge uh, from the uh, the capital market side. So uh, we just the uh, analysis this what behind what happened behind of this. So we can uh, talk about this the two two sides. We we are very confident. Okay, to our operations and our financial positions, because we can control ourselves. But what we cannot control is the market and the global, you know, the market situation. You can given that very complicated, especially the past uh, two to three months since we uh, talked last time. There's too much, so many happening. So. Um, um, what I can say, few major things. The first of all, our production is really good. You can see that, you can read that from our Q1, the numbers that's already shown that, it's already proved that. And the trend, we can keep that to the rest of the three quarters. This was no problem, we're very confident. Financially, and this year, as the uh, the uh, three-year term of a bond uh, since the mature year, we're gonna renew this bond uh, in July. So that one is our, in addition to our operation, it's our like our first priority uh, for our company. Uh, we have a, a do some like a testing, okay, through our uh, underwriters. The feedback is really positive. And right now we are, uh, sitting on the unsecured bond of the 500 million. Um, the renewed total number is the maximum is the 500 million uh, for sure, but it's not, the final decision is not uh, made yet, uh, how much the final, but not uh, beyond of this, this number, maximum 500. Uh, okay, I, I suspect this is what the market is is nervous about. Is it's five hundred million bucks, which is a lot of money. It's a lot of money, um, and it's well and good. Underwriters being confident or positive, they're positive until they're not. Okay, in in this business, you know, no one wants to get that call the day things are meant to the books meant to close, and they go, we haven't been able to do it. So, have you got a backup plan? Uh, to answer your question directly, okay, yes, we do. Okay, we do. But even though there's the very less possibility, we still business business, right? All the business you have to have the plan B, right? But up to now, we're very confident. Plan A is with no problem for that the bond issuing should renew that bond issuing. And I can hazard a guess as to where that backup plan is located, but. Um, would that be bond done on the same terms as the, as the current bond, or would that be? Would you be expect to be paying a higher premium? 
final number is is not yet, right? We don't know the final number, but we just threw the on our on writers. But what do you uh, want? What's the number you're aiming for? What's the number you're telling people today on the street? Yeah, we just wanna. So right now, the current the uh, the term is the three point twenty five percent. Okay. So what we can see, yeah, given that the market right now, the bond market is quite good right now, right? Right. So we can see that this are will be around this level, will be around this level. This is our estimation. Okay. We don't know exactly number. Okay, so your you, your positive cash flow, your free cash flow, is good. There's no issues paying the three point two five coupon on this. You, no. I'm just trying to summarize. You you may the five hundred million is is not an absolute number. You will decide what you go for in uh, in some. When, so when is it? July? Did you say July? July. Okay, yes. so you got, you've July. got some time. Is that being hampered at all by the ability to do this? Hampered at all by the COVID nineteen situation? I mean, are you traveling? Are you able to sit down with people and have these conversations? No, this time is um, the the road show is not like in person. Right. So, uh, so all the road shows and the meetings going to be online, whether internet. That is already set. Because nobody is waiting to, especially for now, right? Mm. China is much better. Uh, I know it, but internationally, some country is still suffering from that the uh, coronavirus. So nobody waiting to travel. So right. we, we, we will uh, do the road show in the online. Online. Okay, so you'll you'll know more soon, and you'll tell us when you know. Uh, so the book is going to close what, beginning of July or mid at some point in July. Uh, not beginning. I think it's the around the middle of July. July okay. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. Well, I cannot remember the exact date, but it's around the middle of July. Okay. Let us know, because I, you know, again, I'm, I'm just intrigued by how these deals get closed in, you know, when people are working from home. You know, would, is it holding things up? Do you get uh, an extension? These sorts of uh, right. things. But yeah. let, let us know when you know. I will. One thing that mm. has happened since we last talked is you've got a new chairman. Why? Mm. What happened? No, it's the uh, actually. Uh, remember, I uh, talked about background of China Gold in our first interview. So every time when people from market talk about the China Gold, the China Gold Group and China Gold International is better take us as a one, right? Because we have we share the same strategy under the same umbrella. So you're talking about the chairman change. Actually, both changed. And the, the, the new bus, we call the new bus internally, the, the group uh, chairman is changed because chairman in China is big bus. Right? It's not CEO. He is the uh, driver, right? So the group, the uh, chairman is changed uh, last uh, November. He uh, he's still you know, we're waiting for his new, you know, there's a strategy for the whole group. And our, like this, the uh, the the technical, the international, uh, the chairman has changed the the Q1. Okay. As well. It was it was all part of a planned yeah. change? Okay, fine. Yeah, but it's power, but but it's the positive direction. The people just want to grow this. Yeah. Uh, the China goal, right? So yeah. that's been the positive thing. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, again, the, the we 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 touched on it slightly there with with regards to. You know the the market resets, and then COVID nineteen has been affecting you know supply chains around the world. And can you give us any insight as to what's happening in China? Because again, we've we've had conversations this week about um, this the 
there's a kind of re- re- renewal uh, of activity in China. There's a new infrastructure plan, um, and yes. you know fa- fa- factories and uh, cities and towns and people are getting back into the swing of things the way it was before COVID nineteen. How it, it, how how active is it? are they up to hundred percent of you know where things were? I mean, you know, how is China doing? That's really a really good question. Also, the big question as well. You know, this one is I can uh, part of this kind of the answer is come from the what we cannot control, which is the from market. Because right now, it's no one, no country can get rid of this whole the global this market, right? So uh, it's really competitive right now, especially uh, in the past uh, two to three months. What what I can talk about uh, uh, is in okay. Let's talk about this in this way. First, uh, gold. What we can see that the people starting the printing money. But when uh, our uh, the the, the our uh, the, the operative vision is well, one country starting printing the money and the other country gonna follow up, right? Just just about the timing. Who do you think the first and who would match that? So printing money, the consequence gonna be there, right? But for us, as the gold producer, which was uh, part of the good thing to us, is that you can see that gold price right now is over 1700 beyond that. So which can give us very directly positive uh, the, the influence. Our revenue, if the sitting on the last uh, years, the gold price was say 30 gold, 30 com- 30% come from gold, 70% come from the copper. But uh, with the higher uh, the gold price, those ratio gonna be changed. Maybe like a 60, 40, mm-hmm. something like that. That's gold, that's really good. And also the set talk for us is, remember the first day uh, interview in the February, I mentioned, we are looking at the deeper, you know, in-depth, the resources we're gonna utilize really depends on what the gold price is. Right now, the gold price is 17. Some gold box say it's looking at 2000, even above that, 2200 if it really goes that way so there's a higher and higher possibility for us uh, to utilize that deeper uh, the resources uh, in the, our purely gold mine uh, csh gold mine which going to be uh, increase or extend our mine life and also increase our capability uh, to you know, make money right profit level so for the base metal side for the copper side you mentioned that um, the new infrastructure policy in China, you're absolutely right. So this idea they mentioned at the beginning of this year, so many sayings and so many different definitions for the, what this new infrastructure means. All the way until uh, last month, the April, the Chinese central government gave it a very clear uh, the definition for now, what mean exactly in that plan, mm-hmm. new infrastructure. That actually consists of the three major parts. The first one is the uh, information, so-called information infrastructure, including like a 5G, including the internet of things, industrial network and communication network, something like that related to the the cloud computing something. So say for example, the 5G, you know, the China has already taken the leading role with the 5G. So 5G needs a lot of uh, the, the base stations. Right, so the the Internet of Things is the, so many things related to the base mud, the, the metals. So that's the first one. Mm-hmm. The second one is so-called the intelligent transportation infrastructure. 
intelligent energy infrastructure, mm -hmm. etc. So which are like a, uh, including like a transformation, the upgrade from a traditional infrastructure. Say, uh, traditional infrastructure in, infrastructure means like a high speed, uh, like a railway. So maybe add some factors of the intelligence energy or the higher speed something. That's upgrade and transformation. That's the second part of this. The third part is there's some like a, uh, an, uh, innovations or new tech R and D's. That one is the uh, has nothing to do. It's really less link uh, to our to mining industry. But the first two, they really give us really uh, the good chance uh, to grow the company. So that is uh, uh, for the uh, for the copper. Okay. For the vacancy. Yeah, I mean it's it's interesting. I know I know Giama is the the the, the big prize here, the big project here. The potential is huge. You're going to have to spend some money to yeah. to unlock that potential, but. It is a vast project. Um, look, Jerry. I mean, look. Th thanks for the catch. I, I, one, I just wanted to talk about the uh, the Q1 numbers because they they're they're really good. You know, you guys have over delivered on the operations side of things, and I you know, I did want to talk right. to you about you know, the market because the share price is half. I I find it hard to believe that it hasn't recovered. Um, but like you say, you've got to focus on what what you know. I suspect yes. what you just told me about the bond renewal happening will be a major point uh, alleviation of concern in the marketplace when you get that done. So it, 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 I'm, I'm glad that you're confident, but we've got to see it happen. I would uh, uh, repeat or emphasize that. So the, uh, back to your question regarding the stock price, I would believe that's really temporary uh, situation there because of fundamental concern. Right, you see the trend. You can see the size of the uh, our resource base and the operation base is there. Right, mm -hmm. fundamental is pretty strong. You can look at the EBITDA and the cash, and the, the position. We are very confident. Right, so they uh, the interfere. I think is temporary factors to affect our stock price. And also, we just emphasize pay more attention to North American the shareholder. Uh, the base. Good. I would uh, good. I will confirm that because people here at the understand better okay well stable good luck with that we'll speak to you soon uh appreciate your time jerry um good thank luck. you very much thank you thank you for listening if you've enjoyed the interview why not subscribe to cruxcast or our website cruxinvestor.com and of course our youtube channel crux investor plus you can catch us most days on twitter and linkedin we really love getting your feedback so please keep it coming and we'll speak to you again soon